Hey everyone, welcome back. I'm Lene. I'm Solana. And I'm McLean. And welcome to I, I said, said What I Said. We've been gone for quite a while. <laughs> but we're right. back. Right. Yeah. We did that. We're back yeah. and better than ever. I don't know if I would say better. Yeah. <laughs> but we're here. That's all that matters. Yeah. You know, we're sticking we're sticking to it because one episode is not enough and I refuse to let it go down and put it in place. Right. One episode is not a podcast. <laughs> podcast is not made. No. It's not. Today's topic is That was a drum roll if anyone Well, Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> That's what we're talking about today. We're just it's been a sad couple of weeks, especially with him passing, but we wanted to just talk about him, talk about movies that we've been in, things that we admire. Cause, uh, yeah, it's made a big impact, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. So, I mean, I have a huge poster of him above my room. I mean, not just him. It's a black man <laughs> poster. Just Chadwick. Just, just like, actually, it's just, just, just like, cut out. It's just a picture of him. Yeah, just one singular <laughs> picture. No, it's like a whole poster cut out that I won. Whatever. It's it's very big. Um, but <laughs> I won it. Especially no, whatever. No big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I mean, it probably costs like a dollar for them to make. So really, me. Who wanted this? Hey man, a win is a win. Don't. <laughs> I mean, yes, I was very excited to win it. However. <laughs> Okay. I'm say is a win. It's a piece of paper. It's quite big, but still, it's a piece of paper. Right. So, but it is quite glorious. It's just a Black Panther poster. Um, but I really haven't looked at it lately because it genuinely just makes me kind of sad. Uh, it's still up though. That's good. I appreciate that um, movie. And it's also a pain. It would be a pain for you to take it down. Right. I would <laughs> never take it down either. I love Black Panther. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean. Before we get into the whole Black Panther thing, have you guys seen other movies with him in it? Because he's done other other stuff. I definitely remember watching 42, mm-hmm. which is weird because I'm not a sports movie person, but I definitely remember seeing that. Oh, I have comments on that. <laughs> Good, please do. I, I don't remember watching it. I, I just seeing it. loved 42 when I saw it. I was like, we were like 14 when, when it came out, and my dad and I, like, we, like, that's what we do when we watch movies. We watch sports movies, and we just, like... Because he likes sports and I like movies. <laughs> so it works. <laughs> so it's a movie. So it works. And so, like, one of the first, like, one of my uh, favorite memories that I have with my dad was, like, going to see this movie. And, like, I remember just being, like, so in awe and, like, of Chadwick. Like, walking out, like, as a 14-year-old, I walked out of this movie theater, like, he he was Jackie Robinson. That, he was that, that, that man. He, he became a different person in that movie and I was just like from that moment on I was like he's he's great I need like I need more of him in my life right and it's kind of funny too yeah because I remember seeing 42 as well and like the thing is Chadwick, Chadwick doesn't look anything like like Jackie Robinson no no, no at all. Real, try, yeah. not even a little bit but, but they were like about it though something about him it's like you instantly seem like yeah that's Jackie Robinson even though he looks nothing like it yeah he somehow managed to embody everything that Jackie Robinson is. Yes. I feel that way with with um Get On Up, the James Brown. I was just Brown about to say like, I was just gonna say like I he doesn't look like James Brown at all, but No. No. But not he at was all. absolutely stunning in that movie. Right. Something he's, about him. He's honestly he he's like and this is the same thing, but it's like I think Viola Davis was saying this, where she's like, you know, I've been in all these films and people would equate me to Meryl Streep, but instead they call me the Black Meryl Streep and I don't get as many roles. Mm-hmm. I felt the same way about Chadwick is like literally has the same 
charisma and like impersonation thing as Tom Hanks, but no one ever gives him the credit for it. Like this man did James Brown and Jackie Robinson. You can't get more different than that. And well, Thurgood Marshall. And like, Thurgood Marshall. That's what I think is very fascinating about him is that Hollywood already kind of just put him in a box of like you're gonna play that black guy, and then he's not really like doesn't look like any of them. But they were like, oh well, the people like Chadwick, so we'll throw him in at this role. And then he's able to embody the, like, feeling and the, like, aspect of these people that somehow we're still able to, whether they look like them or not, he's still able, you're still able to watch him and be like, yes, his performance as James Brown is completely different than his performance as T'Challa, as his performance as Jackie Robinson, and somehow all three are just as believable. And at any moment, I would be like, oh, crap, that is not what he looks like. You're right, that's not. But somehow you're still sitting here and that to me is like a true testament of an actor's like ability to create a world. Right. I mean, especially to like, I feel like for people of color, there's really not that many biopic movies, anyways. True. Like, not literally, ones, you get the scraps. <laughs> and if you do get something, if you do get a, for instance, you know, if you get a movie like Nina Simone, it's obvious, it t- turns out like crap. So, <laughs> poor Zoe Saldana. She really no, not poor. She did that. No, no, she did that. Poor Nina. That she that that's what they did to her. Look, she took that role. Anyways, I said what I said. <laughs> I'm saying what I'm saying. I don't care about <laughs> Zoe Saldana. I don't care about her. I I don't. I mean, she grades the more I stick to that. Speed. Yeah. Um. <laughs> she said what she said. I said what I said. But what I mean by that is, is like the one thing. Like Chadwick managed to do all of these incredible figures justice. Like, yeah. come on, it would have been sad if it would have, like, if Jackie Robinson would have gotten a terrible movie. It would have been sad if James Brown and Icon would have gotten a terrible movie. Yeah. Like, and especially, too, because, like, I think a lot of them, they always cast light skin actors. Mm-hmm. But Chadwick is the one person in Hollywood that, for some reason, I guess he's so charismatic, it worked. And obviously, James Brown was a darker skin man. That's very important. Right. Same right. thing with Jackie Robinson. So, like, yeah, they're good, Marshall. Yeah, yeah. all of them. I was gonna say, I think it's, it's it's very interesting for me looking at like how casting is done and who's decided from like a white audience gaze of like who's an appropriate person to play these roles. Like so that like you were bringing back to that like Tom Hanks thing. Like we all somehow just agree that Tom Hanks looks like Walt Disney. We just said that that was fine. Somehow they thought that that was okay, but because he also was supposedly Mister Rogers and he's also supposedly this other white guy. And all of these, all these white men who don't look like each other. Right. But Chadwick is, is kind of doing something similar because he is our, for some reason, he's Hollywood's dark-skinned black man who gets to play these roles. And I think he's done that with such grace and such elegance and has taken kind of, he took that responsibility and did it with such elegance and kindness and like joy in his soul that, there's that, that in itself is something I think to be celebrated for him as a human not just like his accomplishments as an actor, but like as an activist and as a person and like as someone who supports other up and coming black artists also, which I think is something that is not always, I think, spoken about, about actors and like what they do behind the scenes. We're only like seeing these people as like, oh, you know, the gods on the screen. And the, as we speak in like, you know, the thirties, like they have these, like these kind of gods that are stunned, standing in time, but we never get to see like, what they did behind all of that, and I think he's a beautiful example of someone who mm-hmm. did that so well. Yeah, Chadwick. I find I just find Chadwick's life really interesting. Like he went to Howard, uh, he was in the acting Woo-woo. program, uh, 
Alicia Rashad. I didn't go to Howard. I was like, she actually went to Howard. I imagine you go to Howard. Howard was a school that I very much wanted to go to. It's like, girl, you go to DePaul. In my mind, I could be going to Howard. She really said she went to Howard, like, yes. I got the Howard mentality. But anyway, he went to Howard, and Felicia Rashad was his acting teacher. And he applied to do, uh, again, woo. What a dream. Like, casually, like, you know, whatever. He and his friends applied to do, like, a like a study abroad, an acting study abroad in Oxford, and they like couldn't go because they couldn't afford it because it's expensive, Cause, obviously. Because literally, and they're cares. people of color, and they, <laughs> it's just the opportunities right. just aren't there. You already paid forty thousand dollars right. for one year school. <laughs> right. Really, like, what is this? <laughs> and he right. was on like high scholarship anyways to go there. So, but Felicia, Felicia called Denzel Washington, and Denzel Washington paid for him and all and those those people that got accepted to go. Right. Which Isn't I just it? think is amazing, and he even like he comes back like at, at an awards show. He's like, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be Black Panther without Denzel Washington. There wouldn't be Jackie Robinson without, or there wouldn't be Forty Two without Denzel Washington. Like, Den, like the fact that all these these people like saw him and like gave him a chance. Like Denzel had never even seen him act. He was just like, I want these kids to experience this, and so he paid for all of them to go to Oxford. Right, and which then is just so amazing. And the fact that he then turned around and did the same thing, and has done, and has continued to do the same thing, and has given, you know, his riches, his money, the things that he, the accolades that he has, he has come in and said, you know what, this is because someone else. It's so easy for him to be like, yes, I did this. Thank you for the awards. Aren't I great? Right, to to just to say like, just thank you. That. I he has worked hard. He does deserve these awards and these accolades and and the money that he gets. And but him for him to turn around and be like. And this is because someone gave me the opportunity. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, one thing about, I, I feel like, I feel this way about every Howard grad, but I think Howard people always come back. They have such a big, big pride for their school, which I wonder what that's like. <laughs> um, I don't have that. <laughs> but honestly, I feel like it, that's such a big thing. And I think, too, a lot of the times we don't really talk about all the wonderful things that actually people of color are doing like Denzel never talked about that because why would he doesn't feel like he needs to it's not important important. right Chad was like I'm over here doing stuff but obviously you wouldn't know um Beyonce right Beyonce's are always I mean like literally half the the school like after school programs that she's funded in the state of Texas just because she was like we need to have this right and I mean obviously critique Beyonce do what you want but I just feel some type of way about that stuff where I'm like "Mm, how come we don't give white people the same we're so hard on people of color but anyways i say that to say the same thing with chadwick is like he's an incredible actor incredible person he was an incredible philanthropist but he wasn't always given credit where credit was due yeah. like he was 44 years old 45 that is no he's only 43 43 but like 43 years old but he just started getting acclaimed in hollywood six years ago the man has like, been doing this for years he has a degree that's what really gets me is that it's like there are white men his age who, even in movies that he's been with, honestly, if we're gonna pull, we're gonna pull that card, the Avengers movies. There are his, there are lots of people that are his contemporaries that don't have a degree, that did not do the work that he has done, and easily make ten well, yeah, times more money. Most of those people, money. most of those people have legacies. Like their their parents were actors. Their parents did all this. Right, stuff, and so, so they didn't. They didn't have to. That's what I I mad appreciation for him is the, is is the come up. Is the, is the push? Is that struggle? And then to to come on that come up and be like, all right, cool. Who's next? Yeah, and, and, and still to turn back. Out. Like one of the my favorite interview that he ever did was 
at Siri was with Black Panther for, at Sirius Radio, and he was like yeah. talking about these like St. Jude's kids that he had met, and how these little boys were like waiting and like wanting Black Panther to come out so badly, and they got to see it. Unfortunately, they passed away right after Black Panther, which is just a shame. But they like that was what they were living for, and he understood how important this character was for people. Like he understood how important all of his characters were for people, and that to me that's like. That's the biggest thing that he like. He and when he visited those kids, all those kids, he just wanted them to be normal because he knew that they are not. Yeah, the it's the reverence that he takes. It's the artistry and the reverence that he takes as an actor to understand not only his place in the role in the movie, but also the reverence of like this is what this means for my people, for people who look like me. It's like okay, he he could easily turn around and be like some other people and actors in, in Hollywood that are BIPOC that, you know, take it and, and, and just kind of go with it. Samuel L. Jackson is a prime example for me of, like, you take your money and you do what you need to do and you sell out to do that, and then you kind of say, yeah, I did that, I'm that black guy, I'm going to be that black guy, and that's all it is. Yeah. There's, there's, not a, there's not a turnaround or there's not a purposeful, like, this actually means something to perpetually do in the case of Samuel Jackson, to perpetually do Tarantino movies that are racist, that are beyond all of these things, and not, not say anything, or not feel like they have the power to say something, whereas they, where I feel like Chadwick has always been really clear about, like, this means something. Yeah. My art means something. He has even said, like, he's, he had even said in, in interviews, he was like, well, I'm not going to do a role just because it pays the bills. Right. I'm going to do a role that I feel, that I, that I need to do, which I is something that doesn't get to happen very often. Yeah, I mean, there's not that many actors, and that's that's the unfortunate part. It's like a podcast about his legacy and all the wonderful things he's done, but that is a very sad thing. Mm -hmm. I think lots of black people were mourning. Was like we had this this person who was like on our side and was willing to take these roles that and say, hey, I don't need the check. I'm gonna take the roles that I want to take that mean something to me. We lost a person like that, and I mean, there's not many people in Hollywood that are like that, especially black men who are so kind and generous and supportive of so many factors of people of color versus, yeah, like Samuel Jackson. But anyway, speaking of, I'm gonna kind of guide the conversation. Yeah, totally. Speaking of Black Panther, let's get on that subject of, before we talk about the film, let's talk about like, the when you found out, no, when you found out Black Panther was being turned into a movie. Like, how did you feel about that? thoughts concerns <laughs> my hands just went up i was literally so excited my father knows this because he's the one who got me into the comics because when i was little we lo i loved the x-men that was like my thing that was my jam i wanted i wanted to be rogue so bad the idea that i could like steal or borrow someone's power was so interesting to me but the idea that like the side plot between but i always loved the most i loved the story of black panther i loved the story of storm i loved the, I love Spike, their, like, nephew human. Like, I think the having not just the metaphor of the black, of X-Men being kind of the, like, parallel to the civil rights movement, but just literally having actual black people be heroes was amazing. And Black Panther is huge. He has so, so many issues and so many different worlds that he exists in. And so to be able to see that not through the white lens of the Avengers was something I was so excited for because I was like, finally, where is this movie? Why, why haven't we been doing this? 
it's like, yeah, we had four Iron Man movies. Like, what? Great, Iron Man's great. We love him. Cool. But, like, next, there's so many other people who don't exist, and the X-Men movie didn't include didn't include him either. Right. And I'm like, he exists, like, he exists in multiple worlds in this Marvel universe, and yet we didn't even care or pay attention to him. Right. For some reason. And that, to me, was like, oh, we're getting a movie for himself. He's not just showing up as a side character. We're not just showing up. Right, like, what happened before, like, in, um, Civil War. Right. But that just, entrance was iconic. It was. I mean, that entrance was, was iconic. No one's going to be no one's <laughs> like, saying no to that. Everyone's always like, I mean, it, it is a shame that it took that long for a Black Panther movie to come out. And I think the thing, too, with Black Panther is, well, when I'll get to my thoughts about how I felt about it. But, like, obviously, the sad part is in Hollywood, it takes black people usually to have something to get everybody else to get in the door. And that's, that mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. One, it should not be resting on any racist shoulders, but the fact that we have to wait for black people to come in and hope that we get something right so that other people of color can be let in is terrible. But that was really when I was like, okay, because also I'm a huge fan of Black Panther. Um, my whole family is, obviously, there's not many black superheroes that are as big as him. Obviously, Storm is next, but Storm kind of got... Love she got gentrified. Love Halle Berry, however, that's not what Storm looks like, and she keeps being, she keeps having the same look, and it's unfortunate. But anyways, besides that, um, I was I was really nervous, because I was like, if we don't get this right, that's it. if we don't get Black Panther right, it's going to ruin everything for everybody. We're never going to see any superhero of color ever again yeah. for another 10 years. It's going to be shelved. I was so nervous, especially considering, considering Marvel is like not that great about <laughs> stories of color. And then when it was announced that it was Ryan Coogler that was directing, I was like, okay, we're in for a treat, hopefully. But I was still like... But it could easily... It's right. so... With, with the Marvel Universe, it could have right. turned yeah. so fast. Right. I mean, we all saw the X-Men Adventures, right. so it could easily have just gone to shit. Right. Because, like, I mean, it's, it's Marvel. Marvel gets the last pick. And the fact that I remember seeing that I had gotten such a low budget... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, like, that it was not be. advertised because they didn't know how it was going to be. And again, I mean, speaking of people bringing people in, we do have to give Tyler Perry one prop. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How bad, that, how bad did that hurt coming out of your that, mouth? It hurt, how bad? It hurt, <laughs> you, you heard me strain my voice to say, I'm going to give Tyler Perry Tyler one Perry thing. <laughs> But I would say, if it wasn't for him, as everyone has said, if it wasn't for him, Black Panther would not have been made. Not only did he give money to fund the film himself, but he gave his entire studio. He gave his editors. He gave literally everyone, because Marvel refused Mm -hmm. to give anything. Which, again, I have an issue with Marvel taking credit for it after it became a big success, because it was not Marvel. It was Ryan Coogler and Tyler Perry and everybody (laughs) involved in that, and people want to see it. Um, but yeah, seeing that, I was like, okay, I hope we're in for a treat. I really hope that this is going to be good because yeah, this is all we have. I mean, to be honest with you, <laughs> I didn't, I'm not a comic book person. Like I like the superhero movies, but yeah. I, so I didn't know, I didn't know who Black Panther was, but I was like, okay, I'm here for this. We, it's about time that there's a person of color superhero. There, there's a black superhero specifically. Right. Like, it's about time. Marvel, like, you waited until, tw- what, 2018? 20, like, 2017. 2017? It took so long. That's, that's, 
Uh, inexcusable. How long have right. we had? How many? How when was the first official Iron Man movie came out? Two thousand. Yeah, two thousand six. You know what I'm saying? Like, didn't it? It yeah. took. Like that was the thing that really gets me, and that that's where I think a lot of my excitement came from. Is that I'm like, oh, good. Not only was like the comic nerd in my head being like, yes, Black Panther, yes, the Black Panther story universe gets to come in, but also like, good. That's a whole storyline we can have now in this universe. The universe gets to be expanded. Thank God. I'm so, like, again, nothing <laughs> against Iron Man, nothing against Captain America. We've seen Maybe some beef in we've, we've Okay, no beef against we've Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> sorry, bye. No, I said what I said. Robert Downey Jr., you can kick rocks. Sorry about it. Actually, not sorry about it at all. I said what I said. But it's just, like, there is only so many times that I think as, like, a young comic fan that you have to, like, pretend that you can identify with this white world. Right. That these two men kind of, at least for me, they really, like, epitomize. And in Civil War, it really got any bigger. For me, it's like, and reading the Civil War comics, I was like, this for me was like, okay, cool. White patriarchy. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do with this. Right. I've never really felt connected to Iron Man. And Robert Downey Jr. did great. Like, he did that role well. Yeah, I can't be mad at him. Yeah. I just, however, I'm like, I'm not a rich white guy. I've never had rich white guy problems. My father is happily in my life. Love you, Dad. I like, you know what I mean? I, there's nothing for me to even pretend to connect to. And Captain America was kind of the Superman replacement. But I have, I personally don't have that kind of American pride and wasn't really connected to my country in that way that I felt like I needed a Captain America in my world. I just don't. Right. I don't. I personally don't have that. And I don't really have that. His story is not really a rags to riches. He was like a, a scrawny white guy to a buff white guy. Right. And he's saving the world from the, from the Soviets. Ooh, we didn't, I just didn't grow up in that Red Scare era. That's not a fear of mine. Cap- socialism is not my fear. Sorry, it's just not. So like, we needed, there was something else that Marvel clearly was missing. And, like, thank God someone was like, we need to fix that. Yeah. Because I mean, the, the uni- if Black Panther, kind of like you said like before, Lene, the minute that this went well, it opened it up to so many other people and so many other, you know, quote-unquote smaller Black and Latinx people to throw their name in the hat and be like, actually, we can have these people. It's not like we didn't exist. It's not like they don't right. exist hello, we've been writing, comics have been for black and brown people for years. Like, it's never, like, only white people did comic books. Again, shout out to Ryan Coogler, because he did that. Because if that went bad, (laughs) we were all going to be Right, I mean, right. Another reason why I was excited was we've seen white New York, we've seen white Manhattan, we've seen Malibu. I was excited to see Wakanda. I was like, yes, yes, this like I, I'm here for Wakanda. I will always be here for Wakanda. Oh, I was here for the world. About it. The costumes, Ruth, we're into it. Even though this is Chadwick time, this is everything about those Wakanda, costumes. Everything about what they did is like, there's no, you can't even like get out of here. How dare you? It was, that and what a be- <laughs> and what a beautiful way to like re, I think revitalize a country that I think. And a, a whole, really a whole continent that we kind of, I feel like, gave up on as Americans. Like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, a, it's almost a sad running joke of like, well, you should eat your food. You know, there's starving children in Africa. That tired line of like, this is a whole continent of just 
depression and starvation and disease and like that's all that we somehow our colonized brains think of that place to be and so what a beautiful way to be like actually even if this is a fake world that we've built it's it's not based on nothing it's not like they just like created all of these costumes (laughs) all of this like culture out of nowhere we didn't just like poop out something like it's based on something real and alive and like what a beautiful way to bring attention i think to a white american a white american audience that like i don't know if you knew this but like africa has water it's not like everybody's dying not everybody they have culture they have a life they have joy they have strength and something to offer i think that's so beautiful for once africa got to be the cool thing yes it got to be the cool place that you wanted to live which most of the time is not and 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 also so we can get back on topic but like again chadwick and that entire cast looks a certain way for a very specific reason because for once black people darker black people got to shine for once they've never had that opportunity and not without it being a a a purpose like not not it being a commentary right like t'challa is something that i don't think really you've never had that representation black men have never had that representation in that way i I haven't seen it I, i mean no, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say what I said and say that that's not really been like a black guy that's just fighting, doing his best, trying to do what's best for his kingdom. A king we've never really seen that except for coming to America, <laughs> which like like that was the first time we've ever seen like an African king. And obviously that was cool to like people of color, but white people didn't know anything about that. Not that many white people watched Coming to America, so. Which hurts my heart. But, yeah. It's I just mean, like, anyway. it, it just, but, but that was like a cultural thing. But like specifically that, like that was like, if you were in the culture, or cultural adjacent in your case, <laughs> it, you knew about it because that was like it. But yeah, you're right. Like there wasn't really an African king who wasn't, again, a joke. Right. Uh, yeah. You comment, you know, the fake scammer thing. Like we saw a, an actual strong man a black man who's making real decisions and so much joy out of this man also i think that's something that's also very rare yeah we we do in the american like i think in theater and film do see like the black man struggle and we see the the hardship of it but we don't get to see the joy the strength the other side of that coin and so what a beautiful also that the casting of that whole cast really and to see um also just like beautiful dark-skinned women be celebrated Mm -hmm. in a way that isn't sexualized that isn't a commentary because oh well you're pretty for a dark girl that's not the point that had nothing to do with that okoye has a shaved head the woman has no hair that rarely is shown ever television right yeah Yeah. well and then and it was proud of it well and lupita had her natural hair for a long right long i've never seen anyone with 4c hair like that no and she wore it proudly she still does like i will say however i will say that I, there is, you do see the struggle in T'Challa. It's internal because he, like, idolized his father, like, he idolized T'Chaka so much and he thought that he was just this great man and then when he found out that he wasn't, he had to deal with that. And he had to deal with the idea of moving, moving his, his, his kingdom forward and having them progress and be the best that they could be without people, a lot of people resisting that. Right. I mean, you see his struggle just in a different way. And I think that's maybe where, I mean, Killmonger and T'Challa are foils to each other. Oh, yeah. So Killmonger has, like, a black struggle. But I think the the struggle that you're saying is 
You don't see the black struggle. Yes. He's proud. The, the, like, I, I agree the quote, with that. Black, yes. The quote, black struggle of right. like, I'm so poor. The white man has ruined my life. Oh, right. no, everything's the worst. Whereas like his struggle is the struggle of any king. Right. I don't see his struggle being any different, TBH, than if you looked at like something like Arthur. Right. King Arthur. The struggle is about his struggle. That he his one struggle is how do I move, how do I do what's best for my kingdom and how do I how do I secure a legacy? That's his role. Right. Yeah. Same thing with Hamlet. Same thing with all. No, of yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's the royal. That's, it's what it's I one struggle is the royal struggle, which I think to your point, like he he did that and then did that with such grace as a character as an actor. He handled that with such reverence and understanding the the kind of deeper meaning in it. Right. Especially in his relationship with, I think, Killmonger. And T'Challa is flawed. He's very flawed. Thing about his kid, right? Yeah. Like he he's never, not. A, he's not a perfect man in right. any way. He's not okay. He does not make good decisions in the beginning. It's a whole thing, you know. And he's very much like you can see, like especially when he goes to like Suri's lab, like he he can see you can see he's like like he's obviously playing around with her, but he's definitely like kind of cocky, like I'm the king now, and everyone's like, Your Highness, like whatever, and she's just, and Suri's like. Who, you, who, who do you think you are? Right. Like, really? You, you're in my, you're in my, my lab right now. You're in my house. Watch yourself. And I don't. And I'm still waiting for her to become the next Black Panther. Right. I mean, and I mean, Suri's the one who's always. I think that's the cool thing too for me. I have all brothers. Um, <laughs> and the cool thing to me is like the sibling relationship between T'Challa and Suri, but also like that actor dynamic. Yeah, felt so. I be- I believe that they were siblings. I I have a brother. Like, if that's what it's like, we're just kind of we just kind of like mess with each other. And what like, I mean, what be- what a beautiful way to not have another subservient woman. It could have so easily turned into, as the younger sister, it could have easily turned to. Well, my brother's the king now. I have to do what I'm told, and that's something that I think is perpetuated throughout lots of literature for yeah. women, especially as the younger sibling. What a beautiful way to also highlight her own strength and their really and his also the relationship of him allowing that to be a thing. It's not he's cocky because they act as the king, but he's also just cocky because that's his who he is as yeah. a person. He still loves his sister. He trusts that she knows what the heck she's doing, and we watch that throughout the. But movie. they they do kind of address that she like goes to, on her own path. Like Mumbaku even says like this princess doesn't care about our traditions. She is trying to make this she's trying to make our country something that it's not and like T'Challa was like don't fucking say that about my sister like I I think that's the cool thing yeah like you said like seeing sibling relationships be different but also together you can I mean they obviously disagree on many things but he still supports her and stands Mm -hmm. up for her and vice versa you know I think that's pretty cool like of course she doesn't care about the king thing but you know when Killmonger's in there she's like I'm sorry, you're touching um, my brother? Hello? Hello? What? And obviously, you know, I don't love everything about Black Panther. I wish Cherry actually got to fight Killmonger. Right. That's my opinion. I think that she could do it. But that's a whole other discussion for the day. But what I do also want to talk about, because, you know, leading the conversation, I've got the timer on. I don't want this to be too long. <laughs> but let's talk about, like, Chadwick as far as, like, the cultural reset that Black Panther will that Black Panther was. Like, what was the first moment, like, seeing him on screen, seeing him act, all of that. I was already so hyped that that was who they picked. The minute they announced that he was T'Challa and he was going to be Black Panther, that was another, that was for me another check mark that we were headed in the right direction. Um, I don't know 
who I would have put it there in its place. I don't. I really don't. I couldn't think of another person that I think would handle that role that way that he did, both on and off screen. I don't know that there's really someone there might be someone you know in the um, in the woodworks under the radar but what a beautiful choice to bring someone who people are kind of sort of already recognizable to bring in you know that 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 money that commodity that supports the art and then also someone who does the work like I genuinely couldn't figure out who who else would would do it the way that he that did do it justice the way he did I mean he's irreplaceable yeah exactly like I, like I would like literally if I was looking I wouldn't know who that is known the same way the same accolades as him that could that could do that real justice I really I don't yeah, know I don't, I don't think I don't think there is anybody I think I think that cast this is gonna sound really cliche but I think that cast was written in the stars was that it was supposed to be it was supposed to be Chadwick it was supposed to be Michael B Jordan it was supposed to be Lupita Nyong'o it was supposed to be Angela Bassett it was supposed to be all these people and that's why it was that's part of the reason why it was so great it was because all these people like made they they put their souls into this movie right it clicked like a puzzle piece literally every person is chemistry and obviously i feel like chadwick is a glue that yes. held them all together but chadwick i would say Ch chadwick and uh leticia 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 i don't i don't know how to right say, yeah unfortunately i don't know how to say her name but i think those two like because they're like i they were so believable as as actually being siblings that they were the ones that like set the tone for the film and right. Lupita also and Lupita played a big role in well that so too. she just she just like released really recently on her Instagram about a statement about kind of coming out because she hadn't said anything since his since his passing and was like it's not just that I lost you know my co-star I lost my brother I lost my friend and he she really spoke about the fact that he was someone on set that if I was frustrated if she had a bad day he was just there he was just a person to be there. And like that I think for me is a, is a, kind of the signs of a good leader mm -hmm. as like a person and it's like, what a, again, what a beautiful role for him to embody and then get to kind of keep. Right. I mean, it is, Ryan Cooler directed it, but it is Chadwick's movie, it 100%. Is. It's his film. He's, and I think, and I think they've said, they've, it's been made really clear, I think by the whole cast and everyone in the, in the Avengers universe that like, yeah, the whole Marvel. He is. He is. He was. That was his role. Right. That was his. That is his. That is his. Like every actor has like a role that was made for them, and for me, that was his. Right. I mean, the other ones he fit well into. Right. And because he's a good actor, and he and he did great in all of those. But for me, that doesn't. From watching and really understanding how he, how he perpetuated the role outside of the film. Right. There was really nothing that fit him so well. I remember. First off, I I only see movies once in the theaters because one <laughs> tickets are too expensive. Okay. True. And I was in I was like in high school at that time. I didn't have a job. I saw Black Panther seven times. We that saw we saw it together. We did a whole. You, we popped off. Wasn't we, were, we were in college. Girl, we popped off like freshman year because remember we went to ArcLight and then we did that whole bougie. No, that was that was that was Black Panther. No, no, no. That was Black Panther. Civil War was in high school. That was Black Panther. You're right. You're right. Well, anyways, I still saw Black Panther seven times, regardless. But you're right, that wasn't in college, because I remember we went the first time, we had this whole thing. Oh yeah, because, okay, so the, the really, the story is, <laughs> is that it all comes back to me now like Celine Dion said, but, um, <laughs> <Me>. <laughs> it's true, I am Celine Dion. Um,
That's a bold but, statement. Uh, okay, I mean, so just in her mind, the way that she, like, okay, so like, this anyway. is top <laughs> mind, if you watch her in interviews, doesn't make any sense. But to me, she makes sense. The way that she concludes ideas makes complete sense in my mind, too. Um, so it doesn't make sense to me. But anyways, <laughs> um, we were supposed to see it through our student government, our BSU, right? They said that they were gonna have tickets for us, all this stuff. Yeah. I was so excited for that. Girl. Then they they, tell, they told us two days before, a day before, that we actually had to pay. It was like $25 to pay to see it. And I was like, now wait a second. Now you know for any BSU, at any student, Black Panther was a big deal. Black Panther was so big that it had sold out. Like tickets had been, they were gone. Yeah. And I had waited just for that night and for them to tell me, okay, we'll actually have to pay. We weren't gonna pay it. I was like, no. Somehow I managed. Nothing nothing but Chadwick, nothing but the Lord. Okay. <laughs> nothing but the Lord. It's even religious, but still was like I, the yeah, Lord. I'm not. I think but I found our podcast title for this. Nothing but the Lord. Nothing but Chadwick, nothing but the Lord. Nothing but Chadwick, nothing but the Lord. Okay. Nothing but the Lord. I literally went on it. Arclight Cinema, and they had three tickets waiting for me right there. And I clicked those so fast, and that night too, yeah. bro, we dressed yeah. up and we went. Um, that was honestly the best one ever. It really was. And from the second that Shadwick entered the screen, I knew that that was going to be the film. And I felt like so many, and seeing all the black cosplayers, seeing every, like this theater filled with black people, more black people than I've ever seen. And it's somewhere at like Arclight, right. which is so expensive and bougie, and it's right. like, Purposely yeah. a gentrified, overproduced, whatever. It was insane. Normally, you know, you go to the hood, you see. Well, no, because we, we were like, we were like, oh my god, that's. I remember literally, we walked in and we were like, dang, I wish we could get a drink. And then we were like, oh oh, is this gonna be all white people? And when we got to the theater, we were like, oh my god, there's a lot of black people in here. Yeah. Just filling. I mean, their support was obviously what what helped Black Panther rise. Yeah. For sure. But the second that he entered the screen, I just felt like everyone was like, this is he's ours. The gasp, the audible, the audible gasp from the audience, from the audience members, both black and white, who were in there the minute he rolled up. I remember and watched him come out, and then or when he got his necklace, bro, people hooped and hollered. He like at the end of that ceremony, it was like that was it. That was the moment. I remember when he came on screen. I just remember the biggest like smile on my face, and I just remember like like. Staring at it like like in forty two, staring at him in awe, just like right. on the edge of my seat, waiting for the the film, waiting for it to like get going and to like get out of this like exposition part of the film. I was just like, yes, Chadwick, get it, get it. Well, not, yeah. I remember the movie ended and we were literally like, that was it. We had look because we had turned our phones off and we had turned the phone over. We were like, bro, that was three hours. That was, we had spent three hours. I was like, I was waiting for ten more hours, twelve right. more hours of that. I could have been there every single night. Everything. The whole thing, and I remember like literally what a world that we existed into when those like after the after credits scenes came on that you know Marvel's famous for. I remember being like, "Can I get back to the movie?" Right. Actually, like you know, Marvel's yeah. great now, but like, can I get back to this movie, please? Yeah. Can, what's Chadwick doing right now? Can I get the right. next? Can I get the next episode? Where's like, the I, was, I was wanting to binge watch. <laughs> yes. this. I was wanting to binge watch this episode. Like I was like, right. "All right, where's my next episode? I want to watch my next." When's the next movie coming out? All this stuff. I mean. The thing is, too, like, I again, like I said, I saw it seven times, because actually, you know what, somebody should be running me my check, because <laughs> the amount of people that I made see that film, I'd be like, like, someone would be like, oh, I haven't seen Black Panther, I'd be like, okay, well, how much time do you have today? Well, we're seeing Black Panther. Oh, you haven't seen it? Let's go. 
Like I was so into it, and every time that I saw it, it never got old. No. And even still, when we, Disney Plus came and whatever, whatever, I've seen Black Panther, and like it never gets old. It's always good. Yeah, I rewatched it last week, and like it hit. It definitely hit different because right. of what the, what the world looks like now that Chadwick is in here. Um, but it definitely hit. It. I was still like on the edge of my seat when I saw him, and I was still like, I still had that big smile that I was like, that's that's our guy. That's him. He still right. he ha- he is a larger than life man in a, in a package that is so simple and so kind and just he is just a normal uh, to use your words like a regular regular dude a regular regular man he's just a regular like he and that's something I love so much about him right. it it is about the artistry it is about underst it's not just I do this for a living it's like I make art right. and this is the art I'm able to produce and make and he did he like you had said before like. He was willing to not sacrifice for his art. And he was like, actually, I don't need to do that. I believe in my own self, and I believe that this, what I represent is better than just your regular handout. I don't, I don't need your handouts. I, I know myself, I know what I represent, and I know that this is not something I need to be doing. Right. And I give him so much props for an artist that can take that step and is willing to take that risk, and all the people who were behind him in his support network as well. The fact that he knew he had Denzel. He knew he had Rashida. Rashida. Wow. <laughs> we didn't have Rashida. Bro. Rashida we did not have Rashida. Rashida but was no Alicia. Throwback, um, throwback to our first episode. Um, yeah. Rashida. Click on the link above. Um, yeah, she's not the problem. But no, but like she was not a part no. of it. <laughs> uh, she, she didn't stay in her in her lane. Lol. Um, that he had Felicia. That he had you know a network of people and fans that were like, we will do what we can, and he didn't abuse that. No. Never once did he abuse that. Did he ever, whatever? And on top of that, the man was fighting stage four cancer. Right. And did it? No one even knew. Right. Really? Even and that maybe that whole like thing that came out there, like, oh wow, he looks really thin. Is he okay? Yeah, I remember always being uncomfortable with that because when it's not your business. Right. Right. But, but like, how crazy that this man was battling one of the worst stages. Right of a really dangerous disease, especially in your colon, it is mm-hmm. destructive to your body. And he was still able to be this light, this beacon, this strength. Right. Astonishing. I mean, this is this is sad, but colon cancer affects black men at a higher proportion of rate, which is which is not fun, but you know, we can only speculate. The reason why he didn't say, but I think one of them was because he knew that this is something that affects black men so incredibly terrible, and he just didn't want to. He didn't want to have that be his effect on the yeah. world. He didn't. We didn't want that. And honestly, that's his choice, and there's nothing wrong with that. He deserved whatever he wanted. But um, to all those people, I hope y'all feel well about commenting on his weight. I hope that hits you real hard. Um, really, I, I do. Um, but knowing all of that is so incredibly hard yeah but the fact that he went out there and he did that and With, he knew also he had to work twice as hard to get what he got right and i think that's just, why he didn't say anything because he was like well people aren't gonna i'm not gonna be able to work and people are gonna pity me and people are gonna feel bad and he me. did it without resentment that's what i really love is that it's not there's no bitterness there's no resentment of like well i'm doing this and i have cancer that was not no i'm sick i'm like there was no he pity, was, he there was he did his job. Right. And he's valid in whatever. I mean, we don't know what ways he right. felt. But he need be valid, too, for that, too. Right. But he, but did, he did what he did, and he, he left his life the way right. that he lived it. And I have mad 
mad props and mad respect for that. I mean, he'll live on forever. The fact yes. that so many kids get to know a world and what's it like to have him as a superhero, that's everything. The fact that that year I saw so many kids with Black Panther, everybody wanted the Black Panther costume. Everybody wanted yeah. to be from Wakanda. White kids, black kids, it didn't matter. Everybody wanted to be there. And that was, that was just amazing. And obviously, I mean, this is a hard thing with media, but if it wasn't for Black Panther, we wouldn't have gotten so many other superheroes that came after that and that are still coming out right. after this. There's going to be a Latinx superhero that's coming out soon in the next year. There's going to be there was an Asian superhero that came out, but obviously didn't have as big of a thing. But that'll be changed. There's all of these comics that are coming out now. Well, even even just the opportunity for a young person to look on the screen and say like, "Cool, I can do that." Right. I don't. I don't have. There's that like less amount of effort that you have to like see and be like, "Well, I could be. I could just be at the." The fact that you don't have to say black in front of something is is already in itself. Like, I don't have to be the black Iron Man. I don't have to be the black Captain America. I can just be the Black Panther. And that's it. That's all it has to be. I don't have the the term doesn't have to be used as a qualifier right. for things. That like young black boys now have something to be like, this is fine. I can claim this, I can use this. This is you know, a, this is a Superman for a new I think a Superman for a new generation of people. I'm like what a beautiful thing that gets and to be. And I think, I know uh, Black Panther is in the Marvel Universe and, and uh, Aquaman is in the DC Universe, but honestly, I feel like that's, like, because Black Panther was successful, that's why Jason Momoa right. got to be Aquaman. I mean, same thing with Spider-Man. Into the Spider-Verse, 100%. Yeah. Oh, 100%, the, the only reason, Mar- that, that's the one of the only reasons that he, he was right. African, Afro-Latina, Latinx. Right. For sure. For sure, because we wouldn't have justified, there's no way that they would have been justified that he was allowed to exist. They've been trying for years to get that to happen. And, and, and no way, no way. No way anyone would have, that would have signed that. off, because it's a risk. Right. And they were willing yeah. to take that risk because there was enough, They we proved, yet again, even though black people seem to have to keep proving, that we, we want this. This is something we're asking for. And we will show up, and our money will be just as valid as everyone else's for these things. And Chadwick started that. Right. Black Panther started that. And it is continuing to be perpetuated in the fact that we now get to have a Latinx superhero, that we get to have an Asian superhero, that we get to have more queer superheroes, because it's not just a straight white man anymore. It's not a straight man, white man's world anymore. Marvel and comic books are not a straight white man's world. We've been saying this for years. Years. Years and years at conventions, all the time. And it somehow, it took this moment, and what a beautiful thing. Thank God it finally happened. Right. I mean, and there's still obviously a fight in Hollywood to get everything, and you know, a recent film came out that was obviously terrible, but it came out a couple of years ago, but finally got released um, that has superheroes. The New Mutants is not great. Um, it does not have diversity in any way, shape, or form, but it tries to market itself as, it's still a fight. But yeah, the fact that now, you know, because to justify, like, well, no one wants that. It's never been good. But now we have a film that says, no, 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 well, We have two films, because Into the Spider-Verse is also incredible. We have, we have case studies now. Right. Here are two films that are amazing, that sold, that did it, that got the things. And I, the sad thing is, obviously, out of, because, you know, Black Panther is in Marvel, and because film critics feel some type of way about Marvel, they're never going to give it its due justice. Correct. But it, it did its thing, and it made its point. And the fact that that year people were like, where's Black Panther? People yeah. wanted Black Panther to be in the they, Oscars. They released, they released the, when even the, before the movie came out, remember when they released The Shadow and they had just done those little teasers that he was going to have his own movie? The amount of hype 
and excitement that the the fans had of all races, genders, everybody was like, "Oh shit, we're gonna have this! Oh shit, where's this? Where is this? Where is this?" There was a there was a built up whatever, and then when it finally came out, they were still like, "Okay, when's the next one? When's the next one? Yeah. Why is this not on the? Why is right. this not getting acclaim? Why is this not getting this?" Everyone was looking at the Oscars, being like, "Okay, and, and so why isn't this on this list again?" Well, the only the only as far as I I correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as I know, the only Oscar that it was nominated for was costume design, mm-hmm. and it won. Yes, it did. Win. Rightfully so. Like, yes. Rightfully so. <laughs> right. Yeah, Ruth, Ruth deserved that. She's been working in the industry yes. for years. It's she did this that one. Right. She should have been gotten that for a long time. Exactly. Again, but I'm so glad that finally one thing did win. But it's just incredible that a film that was supposed to be the underdog. That was supposed to have any press that they thought would never do anything. They did it. They did it. It's it, for me. It felt like they were like, okay, well, we guess we should give black people something. Here, it may or may not work, right. but they were willing to take the risk because it wasn't. It was a character that people liked, and so they're like, okay, you know, for me, it feels like similar to what they thought Ant Man was supposed was gonna be. But they're like, well, well, because the people like Ant Man, like you know, some people like it. It's not. The, it's not gonna be. The Avengers. It's not gonna be this huge thing, but it's for those fans who do enjoy it. So let's give it something. Why not? And then I don't think that they really fully realized the gravity of what they were doing and or the power and the influence it was going to have. I think they thought that Black, I think they thought that Ant-Man was going to be more successful than Black Panther and that's just they false. The fact that they That's what, what Ant-Man turned out to be, not like, what it was supposed to be. And let's not forget the fact that Black Panther that Ant-Man had a sequel way before it was like why mm-hmm. does Ant-Man have a sequel nobody wanted Ant-Man yeah. a sequel sorry what the hell is like what the hell is Ant-Man and the fucking Wasp okay stop nobody wanted that we I were like the Wasp. Black Panther 2 I love the Wasp but I definitely no. wanted Black Panther 2 first no I didn't say this... the Wasp wasn't cool I just said Ant-Man and the Wasp no that's what I'm saying the movie that's what I'm saying but I wanted Black Panther 2 first I did not need Paul Rudd being Paul Rudd again yeah. you know I'm there's no right. shame to Paul Rudd Paul yeah yeah we enjoy him <laughs> no but again I didn't I you know again I didn't need another straight white man doing his thing being awkward goofy whatever black it's fine I would have preferred a multitude of other things right. first Black Panther 2 being the first one right. more of Wakanda girl if we had had like those movie you know those Disney movable backgrounds or whatever of just Wakanda and it's just the the fields of the grass right and, and, and Wakanda, I'm like Wakanda stuff there's no Wakanda merch. Because, again, it's became a worldwide phenomenon, but still we're not seeing stuff for yeah. it. So, again, that's what I say when it's, it's still always a fight, unfortunately, but at least this film did something justice. And, I mean, it is going to be another fight when Black Panther 2 comes out. And, obviously, I don't want to talk about that because I don't really think that... I don't think it's appropriate. Yeah, right it's not appropriate, and I'm not really thinking about that right now, especially because we've got so much other terrible things going on in our world. But still... Um, you know, the fight for diversity and inclusion is always going to be a thing in Hollywood, for a while at least. Um, but we're almost, we went over our time. So is there anything that anyone wants to comment on or say before we close out and just dedicate my, this My last, my just final thought is just like, everyone is, you know, everyone's saying Wakanda Forever, Wakanda Forever, but Wakanda Forever goes beyond Black Panther and the movie and the character. It it represents Chadwick as his, who he was, but it also like it it it, it, it encapsulates his his role and his and his all his all his role he's ever had. But it also I feel like it it really embodies like who he was as a person. And I don't I just don't want people to forget that he was that he wasn't just Black Panther. Right. Like that's my biggest fear is that everyone's gonna be like, oh Black Panther he was just Black Panther. 
he was just a he was just a Marvel superhero. No, as you can tell in this podcast, he was so much more than that. And I just my that's just my fear, and my hope is that people just like understand that he was so much more. I think obviously he's always been so much more, and he's done so much. But I think in just saying he was Black Panther shows his legacy completely. Right. No, yeah, because Black Panther is even more than Black Panther. Black Panther is Chadwick, and you cannot separate the two. One hundred. Even for the people who love the comic Black Panthers, it's Chadwick. It's and a well, it's a completely different. It's a completely different world. Right. And he, and obviously, you know, if he would have had more time, I'm sure he would have done so much. But mm-hmm. yeah, his legacy outlives everything. Yeah, rest in power. Uh, that my final thoughts were literally just rest in power. What a beautiful soul. What a beautiful man and an artist. Right. And what a gift. Right. His time was. Yeah. yeah. And also, no. People of color, for sure. Gotta make sure that he's right. On and I know yes. it's just one I of those know. things where, like, everyone, every the media is is white, and every right. everyone in the media is like, like I know lots of people who were like, who's who's Chadwick? Who like I'm? We're I'm gonna cut that out. But who's black? Who's Chadwick? Who's Black Panther? Like, he was so much more than just a big black superhero. Right. He was, he was a superhero in real life. Right. I was gonna say that's why he's like rest in power. What an artist. What a soul. Mm-hmm. What a being. That's like that's it. Like, yeah. what else can you say? I mean, and also we can't forget, like, that, you know, to, to say like, Black. Pa- I mean, Chadwick is Black Panther, but also like, Chadwick wouldn't be Chadwick without all the people who helped him yeah. along that way. Felicia Rashad, Howard, Denzel, Denzel yeah. Ryan, all those people. So I think too, when and I think that's why lots of people don't even say Black Panther, just say Chadwick, because Chadwick is so much more than Chadwick even. Mm-hmm. So I was just say, yeah, he represents so much for so many people. Right, he's not just one thing. Yeah, and I'm sure Howard is over there like putting up. <laughs> I better see a, I better see a Chadwick statue. I better see a gymnasium see... named after him. <laughs> I, I know the the Bozeman rehearsal hall. Right, I, yeah, that's what people were saying. So like, <laughs> yeah, I better see all this stuff. You know, I wanna, I wanna see that because he deserves that because yeah, he was way more than than just one thing. He's right. so many things to so many people. And yeah, he embodies all of that. So shout out to Howard. Woo woo woo. Can like I go there? Because um, I have this feeling. In my I mind. I have the embodiment. In my mind. Yeah, in my mind, we'll always be together. <laughs> um, again, like I said, I'm Celine Young. I got connections. But anyways, um, thank you to Chadwick. Yeah. Thank you to all he's done. Rest in power. Family. Rest in power, my brother. Yep. Thank you for listening to this episode. I said what I said. I said what I said. I said what I said, y'all. Thanks, Chadwick. Peace out.